All right, this is uh, this is exciting. This is the inaugural podcast uh, for Wise Guy Fantasy Football. Everybody here, everybody looking chipper. Look chipper over there. <laughs> this is your friendly host, Anthony DeFuzio here. I'm already getting text messages as I'm starting. The fuck off, get away from me. I cannot answer your texts right now. Thank you. Okay, I promise that's going to be one of very small interruptions that happen here. But I'm happy everybody clicked again. I'm really appreciative. Again, remember to like and subscribe. Whatever bullshit that gets me more money and more views and more likes. I really need that. Really need that. So uh, today, today we're going to go off and we're going to go through statistics. So statistics, of course, uh, things that help you determine when people are going to be good or when people are going to be bad. Um, Going to the news real quick. I know John Gruden, head coach of the Oakland Raiders. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Raiders. Whatever the... No, the Vegas Raiders. Holy fucking shit. You know what? Cut this part out. I don't want people thinking I don't know the teams. Las Vegas Raiders. Take that part out. And while we're at it, too, right? I'm sitting here. It's early in the morning, and I don't have... Somebody get me a fucking coffee? Is that too much to ask for here? How about a coffee... And a nice diet soda next to it. So I got options. So I could drink one of each. Somebody do that. And cut this part. I don't want people thinking I'm a diva. But a nice little coffee. Just make it black. And a diet soda. Diet Coca-Cola. How about we do that one? Okay, getting back to it. Cut all that out. Getting back to it. The Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden. Now there's a little bit of controversy happening right now. Statistics in John Gruden. See, John Gruden thinks it's my time. Right? He's coaching in the fucking 90s again. So he don't like statistics. He don't like the, the new scientific uh, thingamajigs that's happening now. And he's got to give the program. Because I tell you, statistics are going to help your team do really well. He's going to draft offensive tackles. You know, in the first round that don't grade very well, I guarantee you, personal Anthony DeFuzio guarantee the Oakland Raiders are not going to do very well. I said it again. Las Vegas Raiders. I've been doing this a long time. It's going to be hard for me to not say Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders. Cut that part out. Somebody cut that part out. All right. Anyway, John Gruden, you don't like statistics. I like statistics here. So in this episode, we're going to go over the 10 fantasy statistics that definitely happened that'll help your fantasy team. Okay, and when I say them, guys, I want somebody to put a put a little sound effect when I go number one, number two, I'm going to go through each of them. Somebody do that for me for fucking crying out loud. Got to do everything around here. All right, number one. And I got my notepad over here, and I put on my glasses. Because, you know, when you get older, it's a little tough to see, but I'll do that. Number one. Okay, Aaron Rodgers... Threw for 999,999 yards last year. That's your first one, first statistic. And I know what you're saying already. All right? You're saying, oh, Anthony. Anthony, not for nothing, Aaron Rodgers missed a couple of games last year. To which I say, I know that. I have fucking eyes. I could see that. But the fact of the matter is, he threw for a lot of yards. Right? Threw for a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns when he was on the field. Okay, the number doesn't matter. Well, it matters. Right? It matters. That's stupid. Of course it matters, but it doesn't matter. Right? You draft Aaron Rodgers on your team because he makes he makes mountains out of molehills or whatever that phrase goes. He throws to guys like Geronimo Allison. 
I can't believe that's a real guy. He throws the guys like him, turns them into fantasy studs. Yes, he lost Jordy Nelson. Yes, he's dealing with some kind of hybrid wide receiver running back in Ty Montgomery. However, he's going to make these guys very, very good for your team. So you don't want to miss out on him. He threw for about a million yards last year. I'm not making that up. Somebody, you know, if you look that up, you'll see that there. All right, that's the first one. I'm very high in Aaron Rodgers, as you can see, because he, you know, he might be the greatest of all time. You don't, you know, don't quote me on that. Well, quote me, but, you know, don't quote me on that. All right, number two. All right, this is less the statistic and more of just something I believe. I wrote down here, Alvin Kamara is future technology. I think they put this guy in a fucking laboratory, right? Guys from Harvard, guys from guys from other schools, Columbia, and they're fucking putting the wires together. They're tying them up. They're putting them all nice, giving them good dreadlocks, giving them ultimate speed, ultimate body size and shape. And this kid, oh my God, he runs. He runs like somebody we never seen before. Okay, he could run. He could run for president. That's how well he runs. And he's going to carry the Saints offense throughout the entire year. Okay, he's going to do fucking great. Anytime Drew Brees look for something, boop, boop, boop. This guy's not open. That guy's not open. Look at this. Alvin Kamara out on the flat doing a halfback wheel on the left side. I love it. I love it. You draft Alvin Kamara, I tell you, that statistic that he is made up of robotic technology is going to help you win your fantasy team. Okay, your fantasy championships in your hands. You got Alvin Kamara. All right, number three. We're going with the running back here, and it's close to home. Number three, Saquon Barkley has the potential to step in as quarterback of the New York Giants. Okay, that's a lot to swallow there. That's what she said. Hmm? Nobody, really? Nobody left. That was a good one. Nobody left? Take this part out. Anyway, Saquon Barkley's potential playing at quarterback. We all watched last year. My, my dear New York Giants made the, the cardinal sin of, of hiring ben, Benjamin McAdoo for the head coach, and he was utter trash, okay? He was terrible. And they wind up sitting Eli, who admittedly did not have a good year. They lost a lot of guys, but he wasn't playing up to his potential. They benched this guy for Geno fucking Smith, the pizza man for the New York Jets, okay? The guy you'd find when he knocks on the door and says, hey, you got a large pepperoni, you owe me $15.99. That's the guy they sat for him. Whatever about Davis Webb, I don't fucking know. He looks terrible in week one, playing against the Browns. Guy's throwing ducks in the air like I'm a fucking fud, okay? He's, he's, none of those guys are the long-term answer quarterback. However, Saquon Barkley, He's got those thick thighs. He runs. He does everything. Bo Jackson kind of type. Play multiple sports, multiple positions. He has a chance to succeed Eli Manning as a member of the New York Giants quarterback room. And okay, and if he makes that switch midseason, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm kind of saying it's going to happen. He does that in the middle of the season. You're going to thank yourself when you got a QB1 and RB1 on your team at the same time. Okay, let's get to number four. Number four here. This one goes in the division to the rival, and that is that the Dallas Cowboys have no statistics, okay? If you look online, yeah, you're going to see Dak Prescott has touchdowns, has interceptions, has all these other things. Ezekiel Elliott, when he's not out beating women, he's got running yards and he's got touchdowns, 
okay? But everywhere else, it's all it should all read zeros, okay? You think Dak Prescott has something to throw to this year? You think that Ezekiel Elliott's going to be the next Emmett Smith? We could barely get on the field and play every week. You think that none of the Cowboys' defensive linemen are not going to get suspended throughout the year and Jason Garrett's going to coast to another 7-9, and 8-8 and eight and eight season? Okay? I'm warning you right now. You draft the Cowboy, you're going to regret it. They are statistical trash. Okay? There's zeros across the board. No curve on that either. Okay? Number five. This is the next one. Okay? I need a glass of water something out here. And where's that fucking coffee and the fucking diet soda? I'm sitting over here sweating my balls off. Somebody here? Okay. Number five. Number five. I'm going to go with the negative again. You see, I started a positive talking about players I could do well. This time I'm going I'm to go a little negative here. So I'm talking about the Cowboys being bad. And this one, number five, is don't draft Alex Smith. He's a bum. That's my number five fantasy stat of the 2018 NFL calendar year. Okay. Alex Smith got traded or got released or whatever the fuck. He's now on the Washington Redskins, and he's throwing at guys like Terrell Pryor, okay? He had that big game against New England last year. Looked like a stud. Looked like the Chiefs were going to be the Super Bowl contenders, and we all know what happened after that. You couldn't rely on the guy. No, you really couldn't. Now you got, now you got him throwing at throwing guys, yeah, like, like former quarterback, Terrell Pryor. I don't even know. Who the fuck else is on this team? He's like, he, he, I'm looking at AFC West stats over here. I'm, I'm, I'm on a computer. Let me see here. NFC, a lot of NFC East talk, clearly. Clearly. Right? He's, he's throwing at guys, he's throwing at guys like Jamison Crowder is their number one. Does he even throw in the Terrell Pryor? I don't fucking know. He's a bomb. Don't draft him. Number six. It's a scientific fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is the DNA of Steve Young, Joe Montana, and Tommy Brady, okay? Two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play for the San Francisco 49ers and then the greatest of all time in our Lord and Savior, Tom Brady. I know it's kind of weird saying that as a Giants fan that I love Tom Brady, but I mean, you got to watch the tape. You got to understand what's been, what's been happening, what's in play here, okay? Jimmy Garoppolo is going to light this league on fire. Everyone's talking about Deshaun Watson being the guy. Patrick Mahomes being the guy. Guess what? It's Jimmy G, motherfuckers. Okay? Jimmy G's gonna be like a lightning rod all over that Tampa, uh, that San Francisco playing field. Okay? Jimmy Garoppolo, admittedly, admittedly, does not have a lot to work with. Right? He's got fucking Jarek McKinnon, Vikings cast off on the team. Okay? He's got a few guys to throw to. Accuse a guy named like Greg Kittle or some shit. Tight end. I can't find a name. But he is going to be the savior of your team. I'm not making that up. That's a statistic. He is scientifically proven to do well in the NFL. You want to take a chance on other guys, you can regret it. Okay? You're going to regret it. I'm trying to give you some stats on the quarterbacks here because it's just such an important position. But Jimmy G, you're the one for me. All right, number seven. Another statistic. This one's a bad one again. Number seven, the Miami Dolphins gained negative 100 yards per game last year. Okay? I'm not making this up. Look at the numbers. Do the additions. Do the multiplications. Whatever you want to say. Every time Jay Cutler touched that ball, the offense went backwards. Okay? Jarvis Landry on a new team. 
Jay Cutler. He's doing a reality TV show with his wife. I'm not going to fault the guy. He just couldn't make it work in Miami. And Adam Gase is a fucking clown. There's no other way to put it. He's a clown. He can't get anything out of that team. The Dolphins have been bottom barrel for so long. The, the tragic foil to the New England Patriots in the reverse sense of the word. Okay, he's been so, they've been so incompetent ever since they signed Dama Kang Su seemingly 4,500 years ago. But they've been so incompetent, you cannot trust the Miami Dolphins anymore. They keep gaining negative yardage. They trade away Jay Ajayi. Remember that shit? Went on to win a fucking Super Bowl. How's them apples? I can argue with that shit. Don't trade the Miami Dolphins. I don't even know who they replaced Jarvis Landry with. Probably some some dude. Their running back, I think, is Kenyon Drake. Okay? Drake's Foods. Whatever the fuck. Let's see what he does with what he's got. All right. We're doing good, guys. We're making good time. What, 13 minutes in? Not bad, not bad. All right, we got three more here. All right? Again, remember to comment. You know, ask me questions about my takes, about my stats. Again, these are all proven. You could look up the numbers. You can look up all the takes and find evidence of each one. You know, you could disagree with me, but I don't think that would be the best thing to do if I were you, okay? But, you know, feel free to give me you know, your, your own information. I'm not going to ask you to do something you don't, you don't believe in, okay? I just know I'm, I'm trying to win your fantasy championship. So if you're going to, you know, fucking go against me, then, then fucking, you know, you, know you, you do that. You do that. I don't mean to threaten. I don't mean to threaten. All right, number eight. Number eight. Ben Roethlisberger is 99 years old. Okay, you heard it here. They put on makeup or some bullshit whenever he steps on the field. Okay, everything changed when Antonio Brown was drafted in 2010. Okay, Antonio Brown comes in, great receiver. Ben, though, every time he got hit after that, will go down. Long time. Kind of like Tony Romo would hit, get hit in the back. Couldn't really do much after that. Ben Roethlisberger, 99 years old. He's not going to be doing too much after this season. Let me tell you that. The guy's been talking about retirement for the past, what, 18 or so years? Pretty much since the day he got drafted. He was already saying, you know what? I'm thinking about retirement. You go look at that footage. It's there. He's not going to be able to do what he's able to do year in. And, you know, remember, I remember something. Was it two years ago? The guy had like 500 yards and six touchdowns. It was a fucking phenomenal game. So much respect. Big dick energy as everyone's saying there. That's where that came from. It was Ben Roethlisberger. But ever since then, it's been a downhill spiral. Okay? He can't perform like that again. And he's going to retire within the next year or so after performing badly, after failing yet again to provide Antonio Brown and Le'Veon's balls, bells, whatever the fuck, with a playoff win and a potential championship. Guy hasn't won a Super Bowl in a long-ass time. Okay? We'll forever be a great, but the dude ain't getting younger. Mason Rudolph time. Your time is fucking coming. In fact, Mason Rudolph, make him a QB4. QB4. Okay. Okay. Number nine. Sean McVay has an IQ of 31,000. Again, it's a number. On the, the scale of the IQ goes from zero to very, very high. 31,000 is very high for Sean McVay. His SATs, he practically got like a, a hundred on those. Right? Almost perfect. Almost perfect. A hundred on the SATs. You know how good that is? Okay. 
Sean McVay is going to take the Los Angeles Rams and turn them into a powerhouse. It's going to happen. I've seen the future, and it's in L.A. And it's not with the Chargers either. Okay? It's with the Rams. The Rams got Gurley, Goff, the two Gs, as I like to call them. If they had Garoppolo, they have three Gs, and they'd be a little bit better. Okay? And they'd also get better Wi-Fi signal. Three Gs. <laughs> you guys see what I did there? Those are the jokes. See? I got to laugh out of you. <laughs> there you are. I got to laugh out of you. Okay? Okay? Sean McVay is the new face of the NFC. When Bill Belichick goes bye-bye... Or drops dead, really. That's how long he's been coaching. I don't mean to be insensitive, but he, he's, he's been coaching a long time. Once he goes, Sean McVay is going to be the cream of the crop, the toast of the town, Mr. Hollywood himself. He's going to be so good for the Rams. You're going to see a new greatest show on turf in the year 2018. You watch them, and be sure to draft Todd Gurley, everybody else on that team, even the defense. The whole Aaron Donald thing will solve itself out. Don't worry about that. Sean McVay is your guy. And my last statistic, number 10, and you're going to play the sound effect right here. I'm making a dramatic pause. The last statistic, number 10, the Buffalo Bills made the playoffs for the first time since the 1990s. Ain't that a fucking kick in the head? Okay, wow. That's, that deserves some very polite applause. Okay, if you guys could clap, could clap out there. You know, maybe the microphone will pick it up. Yeah, there's the clap. It's it's something that was so fantastic. Bills fans lost their fucking minds. In fact, some of them probably shot their own fucking brains out. That's how sin- as so silly it was for them to make the playoffs. Okay, the 90s happened. They made the playoffs. I think that was the Jim Kelly years. Okay, somewhere around there. Or maybe it was the 80s. Fuck, you get an old age like me. You forget this shit. Okay, the Bills made the playoffs. Now they play a game against the Jaguars that completely shit the bed. I mean, let's just face it. There's nothing they could do against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they, they completely fell apart. It was one of the most boring, worst games I've ever seen in my fucking life. But, but look at this. If they get things together with Josh Allen and everything, they could be the team to beat. It would take a lot to topple over the New England Patriots. I'm not stupid. Again, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not blind. I got eyes. I got two of them. They're going, but they still see things. The Bills could be something potentially special. I don't think we should sleep on them. Because you made the playoffs last year, you could have a good chance of getting in the playoffs the very next year. I've watched this game enough to know all these things. And the Bills themselves, I get that they have the, you know, the stigma about them. They're the worst New York team that don't have a Super Bowl or whatever bullshit. But again, it's not going to happen this year. You watch out for the Buffalo fucking Bills. So I'm going to put all this up. Those are the top 10 stats for your fantasy team that's going to help you this week. And I'm happy this is the first one that's going. Or one of the first ones. Whatever we decide to do with this one. Okay. We're going to cut this part. When I'm talking about this kind of stuff, you got to cut it out. Okay? When I point at you, you cut it out. That's my editor over there. I know you can't see him, but he's doing a very good job. I could tell. Those are the top 10 things. I'm going to put this on the site so you could see individually for yourself the statistics that have been tried and true and the statistics I'm very proud to have created. And my God, if they don't help you in your fantasy team, then nail me to the fucking cross. Nail me to the cross. Make me hear it because I'm going to make you a winner. I love that. 
this was this was a good episode, guys. All right, all right, we're good. I never got that coffee, or <clears throat> excuse me, the the diet soda. I never got to eat those. Just so everybody knows that there. But this was a good episode. Okay, so I'll be back next time, talking to you a little fantasy advice. Okay, I'm gonna give you some player rankings, some profiles. I'm gonna talk some teams here, and always trust Anthony DeFulzio to give you the correct information here on Wise Guy Fantasy Football. Okay, thank you very much. Play us out a little bit. My phone's going fucking off again. Jesus Christ. Play us off. Do something. Do something with the music. All right, guys. Thank you.